podcast was originally broadcast live during IIEX Forward 2020, presented by Green Book. Hello, and welcome to Ponderings from the Perch, the Little Bird Marketing Company podcast. And we are coming to you live from Green Book's IIEX Forward 2020. This is the largest global IIEX event ever. We're so excited to have so many people joining from all over the world, but the speaker list is off the hook, and we are really going to kick it off with something that is a topic that is near and dear my heart, but we are going to hear from really someone who is in the know on this topic. I have an illustrious uh, guest with me today. It's going to be super fun, and it's so interesting that the irony is not lost on me, the real meaning is not lost on me, that we are going to be talking today about how to be human virtually. This concept here is about exploring how brands and teams can show up and be more human online, whether that's from a product perspective or a community standpoint. And I've got to tell you, I'm going to like pull the curtain back a little bit, which I'm apt to do all the time on our Ponderings from the Perch show. And I'm just going to tell you that in all of the pre-work for this interview, <laughs> Stephanie Rothman has been nothing but human and it's been so enjoyable to talk with her and I know that these questions that we put together and really the format is just going to really inspire you to what everything, everything on this particular topic. So Stephanie Rebotham is the Chief Marketing Officer at Gainsight. She has driven success for decades in high growth SaaS companies, and she is a go-to market leader. You really need to reach out and connect with her. But what she's doing right now is super interesting with Gainsight. And we're going to talk a little bit about where the company has gone, where the company is going. But Gainsight's leadership in the global customer success movement is what we're really interested in talking about today, about how that humanity really comes out in business. And it's not just talk. It's really a a meaningful conviction that is at the very base of it. So, Stephanie, welcome to Ponderings from the Perch and welcome to IIEX Forward. Thank you so much and thank you for inviting me. It's a pleasure to be here. Well, we always joke around on Ponderings from the Perch, too, that if you have a fantastic accent, you absolutely get to be a guest. So you have that going for you as well. (laughs) That's great to know. Thank you. Well, I would like to kick it off with a little bit of understanding of Gainsight. And we don't have a whole lot of time on this interview. So I really want to get to the meat of your experience. But for some people coming into this conversation, they're not familiar with Gainsight. And really, they could be said to have significantly contributed to paving the way for really this boom that we're seeing in customer success positions, roles, and and really even the mindset about how we're looking at departments and global companies changing. So this growth is not just happening because it's just good and, and it feels good, but because people have really done the work to make it good for business. So can you give us a, just a little bit of gainsight and, and what this new trend is about um, so that we could give a little bit of context into the, this interview? Yeah, perfect. So simply put, as a lot of, well, a lot of tech companies make this transition to um, software as a service SaaS, and it becomes this subscription economy, even for real enterprise technology, they need to really take care of their customers to make sure their customers renew, expand, grow, and generally are really using their software to the best possible way. 
So if you think way back, there was this notion of like shelfware and you'd buy something, you'd stick it on a shelf and you'd never use it. Came on a really nice CD in a nice box. Like technology is so different now where even large, massive, huge enterprise companies like Salesforce, where I was for many years, have really pioneered this software as a service subscription. So if you don't take care of your customers, they don't renew, they don't come back, they don't expand. So Gainsight really was at the real beginning of this where realized that teams needed to be sort of built around this notion. It wasn't just something that the sales team could take care of or the marketing team would pick up. It was something that needed to build a function in the company to take care of the customers, make sure they were using it, make sure they were adopting it and renewing it. And then recently with everything that's going on, that new sales in technology are harder. Customer success has become even more important. And really recently, we've seen this shift that basically everybody in the company is responsible for customer success. And it isn't just this team that was created to do it and own the number per se. So that's a big shift we're seeing. So we're now, we used to engage with customer success Um, managers, chief customer officers, that type of thing in really progressive companies. Now we're engaging with the CMOs, the chief revenue officers, the CFOs even. Everybody cares about the health of the customers and their likelihood to renew and their likelihood to sort of expand and be advocates for the brand. That's also a really, really important part of it. So that's where Gainsight fits. We created this sort of notion of customer success how important it is to have that. And since then, we've sort of led that charge to your point from the sort of community of customer success people, but also in the the technology. Right. It's an interesting blend, bringing the technology and using data to drive in what's next for consumers that is good for consumers and good for the business. Um, And I think that's where where we're seeing this incredible innovation. But let me back up one one piece and ask you a little bit about, you know, the CEO of Gainsight, Nick Mehta. He co-authored the book, called the customer success economy. And you and I have talked about this just a little bit, but this is a phenomenal, we all have to just wake up to, you know, whether you have a great idea or not. So kind of help us understand what, you know, why is this, why is this uh, approach of of the putting the customer at the center really the only way forward, I think you would put it, for businesses? um, Yeah, so Nick uh, really was sort of, he he created Gainsight around these really core values. And our values, you hear a lot in Silicon Valley, where they're in a cool font on the wall in the office, and that's about where they stay. That's not Gainsight. We sort of live by these, um, these values, and one of them is success for all. So in success for all, um, our customers are first. Um, We also talk about success for our employees and their families. We talk about success for our shareholders. Um, So it's success for all and customers are in there. So it's the way we do business is putting these customers first is fantastic for the financials of any business, but for growth of any business, like your best advocates are your customers. And we find that over and over, our customers are really, really great advocates for us. Chief customer officers move from company to company as more companies adopt this sort of way of doing things. 
they go to the next company and they then advocate for the technology. So just taking care of your customers is great for the financials. It's great for your brand because you have like advocates out there talking about your brand. And it's great for the sort of larger population in the success role as in terms of employees. I remember way back when I worked for a company called Veritas and it was backup security. And I remember sitting at a dinner party and the person next to me was like, I love Veritas. They saved my job. When our systems failed, the backup was immediate. It was amazing. That's really great for me as an employee to sit there and have someone so thrilled about our technology. I moved to Salesforce and it was the same thing. So I love Salesforce. I couldn't do my job without it in those early days of CRM. And now we get that at Gainsight too. And most of that is down to that advocacy. Great technology, obviously, but that advocacy and just making sure that customers are happy, employees are happy shareholders are happy um, it's like putting it at the center of the center of everything we do right now you are a CMO so yep. this is kind of an interesting I'd like to hear your perspective on what it takes for a chief marketing officer to bring this kind of thought and this kind of activation of that thought across the entire company, because we do know that these things tend to get siloed. You started this by mentioning that it's not marketing's job. It's not research department's job. It's not sales jobs, everybody's job to make this happen. And we have seen, you know, while we were talking about the beginning, like this rise in more customer centric, you know, kinds of types of titles, we do see a little bit of a decline in the chief marketing officer per se. So I do think this is an interesting conversation coming from the chief marketing officer. So, you know, that frustration I hear a lot from the CMOs where they're like, I can't seem to pull this activation and this understanding across the whole organization. What would you say to people in that place? How have you, you know, we're talking specifically to you because you have so much experience. How have you won bringing this concept of being a better human (laughs) across the whole agency? Yeah, I think, you know, um, we have a a big event that we run called Pulse. And obviously this year it was a virtual event. But Pulse really was created to sort of bring a community of customer success people together. And marketing's role in that was to sort of facilitate and be creative around creating this Pulse community. So Gainsight really started that way, where we've grown and grown and grown this community. And the values I talked about a little bit earlier, like success for all. Another one, Nick's favorite is childlike joy. So we bring childlike joy to everything we do. And if you look on his LinkedIn, you'll see he did a country music, um, cross with Tiger King, cross with customers and our really amazing C-level customers at LinkedIn and all these incredible companies actually sang a song that Nick wrote to country music about churn. So that's the sort of childlike joy. So he brings that into the community and that's been a really important part of it because everybody's pulling together and that's pretty unusual for a tech company. So, you know, generally a tech company will have a conference. In this way, it kind of feels like the tech community, the CS community, has a tech company. Do you know what I mean? It's sort of, you know, we've been really, really blessed with how this Pulse community has grown. And um, even recently, 
you know, there were, there were a lot of layoffs in tech and that kind of thing. And at Pulse, the whole community came together to help people who'd been displaced and who'd sort of lost their, their jobs, et cetera, to find new roles. And that was so important as a part of that community. And we were hosting the event. So we sent out a note, hey, let us know, are you hiring CS people at all levels? Mm-hmm. We had amazing responses. We built a job board where they could post their jobs. We invited people to get educated for free on some of our like, you know, normal education to the online classes we provide. We gave it to them for free. Mm-hmm. And we've seen these amazing connections being made through that community for people looking for roles, people hiring, they're getting amazing people from this community. So I think that we started with that and it's been a really, really important part of how we do it. Um, And when we moved this event to be virtual, it was so important that we kept all that community, the childlike joy, but also like, again, success for all, doing well, doing good stuff for the community as well. And I can't tell you how well received it is. I just... It's all the feedback we get on our events, our marketing, our sales teams. Like, it's this overwhelming, like, whoa, that's really nice to do business like that. And it kind of hurts me that that's still a surprise. It is, though. (laughs) I know, but it's, you know, we get so much feedback about that, just doing business in a sort of human way. We even need to put this even more into the, the context here of what's happened over the last three months, because you, you uh, admit that, you know, consumers are surprised that businesses are trying to treat them with more human respect. And um, uh, even I've noticed in the chat, a lot of people saying things like, you know, a lot of uh, clients have for a very long time taken their customers for granted, you know, and this is really not necessarily just a shift in business, but I really believe it's an actual movement. It's a movement of bringing that humanity, recognizing humanity. But let me kind of fine tune it for the sake of this IIEX forward. So obviously we have a lot of people listening in, uh, thousands from all over uh, the globe who are insights professionals. And so I guess, you know, how would you, uh, how, what kind of uh, advice would you give about how they can help reframe the kinds of questions that should be asked? Because there are so many companies right now who are looking to say, well, we could treat our clients maybe more humanly, but we have to understand our clients as humans, which is obviously what insights professionals are trying to do. They're trying to enable human understanding, right? So because you've been through this process, uh, not only at Veritas, but at Salesforce and now at Gainsight, what advice would you give to insights professionals trying to move the conversation so that businesses are really asking the tough questions so that they can become more human online? I would say, honestly, like I've been very blessed that the companies you mentioned, customer first, customer centricity has always been part of the DNA. And that's so important. It's like philanthropy. If it's not part of the DNA of the company, you know, it's harder. But I would say, don't not do it. Like, start somewhere. Everybody can make a difference. You know, even like it's the interactions with the customers. It's cameras on, asking personal questions, digging into their business. When you have a meeting, start an icebreaker. We love an icebreaker. You know, learn about somebody. 
even internally, we've now to try and keep everybody connected. We're having sort of coffee dates with people. We have a bit of tech and it suggests different people in the company to have coffee with. And it's just making that human connection. And I think, you know, with research sort of, you know, professionals, use your skills, ask questions, like figure out what is important to your customer and then go there and just take the time. I can show you all the numbers you need to show you that it's worthwhile. And I'm sure you all, the professionals out there, have seen those trends coming. But it also is good for you. Like as a professional now trying to navigate this Zoom world, getting a connection with someone one-on-one is good for business, good for you, good for the soul, and it will spread. So if you do it, pay it forward. The person you've just spent five minutes at the beginning of your meeting talking to will then do it again and it will spread. And Mm. then within your company, when they see that you're having success and people do call you when they move to another company, or they do give you a shout out here, or they do write a note to your CEO, like it feels great and it will spread. I do think that it is so hard to not despise that little thing because we look then at someone like Gainsight who's, you know, years into this and really pushing a movement and you had about, I think, 45,000 people at Pulse, you know, virtual conference. And so it just feels very lofty. But I love what you're saying is just start with the small things you have. And I've got to tell you, all these people that are listening and I'm seeing amazing chats going on during this podcast, I will absolutely take all these questions and work with Stephanie to to get these answered for you because I know she's really passionate about that and helping other people get started. But we have just a tiny bit of time to finish this podcast. And so I want to ask you, you know, as a professional and and feeling like you're getting this chance to do what you love to do, which is bring the human back to focus and let the the humanity rise out of the, the work that we do, bringing that meaning um, back to our everyday um, work. And and I love, you know, what your boss says, it's bringing that joy, that childlike joy back to our workplace. Um, But for you personally, wave the magic wand. What what is getting you up on Monday morning? What's what's making you excited? So this is an interesting one, because as you can tell, I'm English. And this like human first, a bit of vulnerability, you know, being very open at work, bringing your full self, like how we meet, we were chatting and it was like, I've known you for 10 years already. Like, but bringing that does not come naturally to English people. If any of you are on there, it just doesn't like that vulnerability is sort of like weak or a little scary. So it's taken me a little bit of, I mean, I've been in the US like 10 years and it's been a journey to get to the point where I do sort of lead with that humanity because it's a personal story. It works. Like when I first met Nick, when we started talking about Gainsight, I don't think we talked about marketing for sort of till we were three interviews in. Like we just didn't. It was like, can I work with this person 10 hours a day through the good times and the rough times? And it was all about that human connection. So it doesn't come easy, but I really would say just do it, embrace it, try it and see what you get back, because I think it'll be really, really pleasantly surprised. That that is, I I just love that, just getting started and being able to have a conversation that's not about the work first, but talking about the person first. I, I, I absolutely love it. 
Thank you to everybody for coming in and listening to this amazing interview with this amazing leader. We know that this, this concept and this movement is going to be with us because it's really founded in who we are as humans. Yeah. And so it's just not... It's not the trend. This is the new norm. <laughs> and Stephanie from Gateside, thank you so much for joining thank us. Thank you so much. I hope you have a fantastic conference and thank you for inviting me to be part of it. Oh, for sure. Well, from all of us at Green Book and all of us here at my place, all the peeps at Little Bird Marketing, thank you for joining us. Have a great day and happy marketing. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.